Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You may have heard of this movie. I've talked about it several times, My Son Hunter. It is a movie, basically a biopic about Hunter Biden, his laptop, and everything in it is directly from the laptop. All the information, all the scenarios, the entire script is literally written from the laptop. That's the reason why the left has not been able to attack the movie or say that anything in the movie is not accurate and or correct. In fact, it may be one of the best movies ever made about a political life or a political figure, a political family, because the entire script came from their own words, referring to Hunter Biden, James Biden, you know, Jill Biden and and Joe Biden. Now, You also may have heard about the lawyer who's been hooking up Hunter Biden with big cash. There are now new accusations and a new complaint that that lawyer was spying on the My Son Hunter film set and crew. Yeah, a new ethics complaint has been filed against Hunter Biden's attorney. Many refer to him as the sugar brother instead of the sugar daddy, because why would Kevin Morris give him a bunch of money? Kevin Morris claims that the lawyer infiltrated the set of my son Hunter under false pretenses to gather information. 
But first, I got to tell you uh, about an amazing product that you're going to love. It is the loudest, truly portable, waterproof Bluetooth speaker on the market. Now, if you're looking for a gift for any man in your life, they will freak out. If you're thinking about Christmas in advance, I promise you, any dude in your life will freak out. Or any person that loves to be outdoors. Women love this as well because they can take it with them anywhere and listen to music. Uh, It is the loudest, truly waterproof, and ultra-long battery life portable speaker. You can also customize it with collegiate color combinations. You can mix and match the color box with a custom handle to create your team's colors. Now, this is the perfect gift for somebody that loves to hunt or tailgate. Uh, This is for someone that likes to go fishing. If you like to do anything outdoors, even just hang out on the back patio, it is the perfect sound system you can take anywhere, and it's the perfect gift. So... If you want the ultimate speaker when you're outdoors, go to TurtleBoxAudio.com. That's TurtleBoxAudio.com. You are going to get a special discount code. If you use the code BEN, you'll get $20 off and free shipping. So check it out, TurtleBoxAudio.com. Use promo code BEN for free shipping and $20 off. Now, the state bar of California is officially investigating an an ethics complaint that is being brought against Hunter Biden's attorney and his sugar brother. I love this. The filmmaker has said that Kevin Morris, the attorney for Hunter Biden, got in on false pretenses. Not supposed to do that if you're an attorney, by the way, right? This wealthy Malibu lawyer disbarred for allegedly infiltrating the set of the movie, My Son Hunter, is what they're asking for. They're saying get rid of him because he used false pretenses to gather information for the first son, Hunter Biden. Now, in the complaint filed last week and obtained by the New York Post, they allege that Morris, who made a fortune representing the co-creators of South Park, flew on his private jet in November all the way to Serbia where the Hunter Biden biopic was being filmed and pretended he was an independent documentary filmmaker producing content for South Park streaming. That was all a lie. Kevin Morris was Hunter Biden's lawyer who used deception and misrepresentation to spy on a movie project about his client to gather information to help his client, the complaint alleges. He used deceit to secure such access by not disclosing He was Mr. Biden's lawyer. Mr. Morris used his cover as a documentary filmmaker to conceal his true purpose, performing legal investigative work on behalf of his client, Mr. Hunter Biden. The complaint continues. Now, a source that's very close to Morris on Tuesday confirmed that Morris, who lent Hunter Biden as much as $2.8 million dollars, to pay off his IRS tax bill so he wouldn't be charged with crimes, hopefully from the IRS, was one of Hunter's attorneys and, quote, trusted advisors. Yeah. He claimed the ethics complaint, quote, won't go anywhere and slammed My Son Hunter, a viral indie film currently streaming online as a amateurish movie that bombed, quote, unquote, even though the downloads have been through the roof. He's making a mistake taking Kevin on. Plus, he's a humiliated producer, they're saying about the people filing 
the complaint, who is hilariously playing hurt while his cruelty and actions do actual harm to real people. He should go climb back under the rock he came from, is the response from the group on the Biden team. Now, McAller responded that he has been happy to let the California Bar Association deal with the egregious ethics violations. But now I see Kevin Morris and his entourage having moved from deception to threats. This is alarming, but not surprising. Now claiming to be the victim. The film's executive producer said Kevin Morris and his team seem to have unlimited resources. He and his team flew to Serbia in a private jet posing as filmmakers to gather information for his client Hunter Biden. Now that this has been revealed, he is obviously worried. It's a slam dunk breach of ethics. And the Office of Chief Trial Counsel at the California Bar Association has assigned a case number to the ethics complaint, which is being reviewed by an attorney. An association spokesman said he was prevented by state law from confirming its status. And the complaint alleges that during a one-hour conversation in a Belgrade cafe, which Hunter Biden's lawyer recorded, Morris and associate Rob Bindler and Jason Kahn told him they were, quote, an independent documentary film crew connected with the creators of South Park and were making a documentary about Hunter Biden. Now, Mr. Morris detailed his past work serving as a lawyer for the creators of South Park. He had stepped back from being an active lawyer to pursue his first passion for making documentaries, which would also help fill South Park's need for content under their new massive and lucrative streaming deal, quote-unquote. Asked if the documentary would be produced under the Trey Parker and Matt Stone South Park documentary banner, Morris, again, the guy who's a lawyer for the Bidens and masquerading as something else, responded, I'm their lawyer for 25 years. They're good guys, referring to Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the South Park documentary, or the South Park creators. And then said he was confident, quote-unquote, the documentary would be part of a future South Park streaming. The complaint continues. Now, this has all been caught, apparently, by the filmmaker, okay, because they recorded the conversation, which is amazing. Now, Binders told them that the theme of the documentary would be corruption is corruption, quote-unquote. Now, this is the guy... And this is the best part. If you're selling it this way, you're obviously lying and deceiving. If you're the lawyer for your client and then you're saying that you're going to do a documentary and you're saying that corruption is corruption, it's, it's very clear you know you're full of crap and you know you're lying. They subsequently gave Morris and his team full access to the set for several days, allowing them to film actor Lawrence Fox, who played Hunter, and John James, who played Joe Biden. He estimates they left with more than 40 hours of film and audio about the movie. They also sat for more than four hours of interviews with Morris and he and others had dinner with a with a smooth talking attorney one night at a restaurant in Belgrade as well. Quote, Mr. Morris intentionally concealed from us that at the time of his conversation during the many hours of filming and interviews that he was retained by Mr. Hunter Biden. The complaint alleges Mr. Morris intentionally misrepresented to me that he had never met or spoken with Mr. Hunter Biden. Quote, in my 30 years as a journalist, I have never encountered a lawyer who behaved in such an unethical manner. This was not a spur-of-the-moment fraud. It was a planned deception and carried out over several days. 
Morris, who is 59, was dubbed Hunter's latest sugar daddy by former associates of the troubled former crack addict because Morris lent Biden money to cover his taxes and paid for the $20,000 monthly rent on his Malibu estate house. Yeah, that he liked to stay in because why not? Morris has been helping the president's son navigate an ongoing four-year federal criminal investigation by the U.S. attorney in Delaware into his business dealings. And then he decided it was worth it to literally go all the way across the world in a private jet and then lie about what he's doing to spy on the production of the movie My Son Hunter. If you haven't looked at the movie yet, do it, because this will just hack off these people. Now, this filmmaker is alleging, again, that Morris used deception and misrepresentation to spy on the set of the movie he was producing about the lawyer's client. That is a huge breach of ethics when it comes to a lawyer. Should he be disbarred for this? Based on what, they, based on what the rules say, yes, right? Lawyers are not supposed to be able to act this way. That's why they have ethics, and that's why there's this ethics complaint. And it's an important ethics complaint. But you have to understand, they will stop at nothing to protect. They will stop at nothing to make sure that the Biden crime family does not go down. Just look at how Democrats are moving into the midterm election, right? They keep accusing conservatives of being these anarchists. They keep, they, they keep saying that we are like Hitler, that we are violent, right? That we are extremists, that we are domestic terrorists. Meanwhile, if you look at actual Democrats, what are they doing? Lawlessness, total out of control, people being beaten in the subways in New York, and people being killed in liberal cities. You had all of the Antifa and Black Lives Matter riots and looting and the burning of cities that took place with no accountability for that. You have now the FBI going totally rogue as 22 lawmakers are now demanding that Merrick Garland, the attorney general, explain the alleged FBI SWAT raid on a Catholic pro-life activist who actually said he would turn himself in in a case of what looks to be no more, nothing more than double jeopardy, where the state decided not to charge him with any crimes, and then the federal government got involved. But before I get to that, I want to tell you about my friends at Patriot Mobile. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to what Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left literally lost their mind is now attacking the company. Now, Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative mobile phone provider, and they are a force for conservative values. That's because they take a portion of your bill every month at no extra cost to you, and they fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment. Plus, Patriot Mobile saves you, your family, and even your business money. All you got to do is go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them to find out how much you can save. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation and other discounts by using the promo code Ferguson. That's 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Ben. Let me just play for you real quick this montage of the left, and this is what they have to offer you ahead of the midterms. They can't run on the economy. They can't run on law and order. They can't run on crime. They can't run on their schools. They can't run on the economy, right? They can't talk about in, in, in inflation. They can't talk about gas prices. They can't talk about anything positive. 
So what do they decide to do now? They've decided to say, well, anyone that is against us is some sort of domestic terrorist while they're also preaching violence. They're saying conservatives are the threat to this country. That if you're a MAGA conservative, you're a terrorist. If you're a MAGA conservative, right, you're, you're, you're Adolf Hitler and a Nazi. And at the same time, they're saying that conservatives are the extremists. All the Democrats now are on the same page calling for violence from the left. Listen to this montage of Democrats talking about uh, literally out of both sides of their mouth, right? Democrats are the best people in the world. Republicans are trying to kill you. And we now call for violence against those people. This means war. That is where we are. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. There is an ultra-right MAGA um, contention in this country that wants to overthrow the U.S. government. It is a danger to our democracy. It is a danger to our way of life. The MAGA movement is a threat. The extremists that we're dealing with every single day, we've got to kill and confront that movement. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Obviously, Republicans, I think, are the biggest threat to democracy. We don't separate right-wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. I see this as a party, uh, a MAGA party, that uh, no longer is confident that they can win elections with votes. And so now they're seeking to enact their political will through violence. This is literally what conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. They turn violent. Today's GOP is no longer a political movement. It is a fascist movement. And this is why it could be more dangerous than 1860 or the 1930s. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Maybe now it is all about the violence. It all is about an insurrection. It all is. In, in his mind about a civil war. It feels like we are not just at the brink of a civil war, but that one has already begun. The fact that it, the, the base is getting smaller, it makes it more dangerous in a lot of ways because those are the people who are willing to do things like take up arms and, and press the questions that lead to, press the questions and tactics that lead to civil war. This is someone who held that office who is basically saying to Americans, there should be civil war. Look at what he's doing last night, as you know, that you know, more or less salutes that are either QAnon or almost look like Nazism. You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour, and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. These crazed, deranged folks who want to impart evil in every facet of our society. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Literally a call to arms. So the Democrats want you to believe that Republicans are the threat to society while they're demanding and preaching violence. Telling you that things are going to be okay, that they care about you. And by the way, do they care about you? No. New example of this. The president of the United States of America wouldn't even call Governor of Florida Ron DeSantis about the powerful storm that is coming in where they're saying you got to treat it now literally like a tornado. And you have a president that won't even pick up the damn phone to check on millions of Americans who are in harm's way. Won't even pick the phone up. Won't even make a phone call. This is because they don't care. DeSantis, by the way, fired back at Biden after no contact before the hurricane hit, saying we don't have time 
for pettiness, but that's exactly what the Democrats do have time for. They don't care about Americans. They care about power. If they cared about Americans, you'd pick up the phone and you'd say, hey, Governor DeSantis, you need anything from us with the federal government? Like, there's, there's no political conversation that needs to take place. Now, the Florida governor was asked by the media, like, hey, has the president contacted you? No. He had a press conference and the state is preparing to be hit by a Category 3 or 4 hurricane. And what were the remarks that came from the White House? Nothing at all. DeSantis said it's shocking, shocking that Biden held separate calls earlier in the day for the mayor of Tampa, the mayor of St. Petersburg, Florida, and the mayor of Clearwater, Florida. An official White House readout of the calls made no mention of the president speaking with DeSantis. A reporter then asked the governor how he would characterize his conversations with Biden as the hurricane prepared to make landfall. Now, again, if you're the president and there's millions of Americans in harm's way, you put politics aside and you make a phone call, just like you did these mayors, to the governor of Florida. Why would you not if you care about people? Who cares if you can't stand the guy? DeSantis responded, so I've not personally spoken with the president, but FEMA has approved our pre-landfall request. We feel like we have a good relationship with FEMA, DeSantis said. You know, I'm happy to brief the president if he's interested in hearing what we're doing in Florida. You know, my view of all this is like you got people's lives at stake. You got their property at stake and we don't have time for pettiness. We got to go work together to make sure we're doing the best job for them. So my phone, my phone line is open, DeSantis concluded. But we are. We do appreciate the quick approval of the pre-landfall declaration. Remarks from DeSantis come as the hurricane is strengthening while in the Gulf of Mexico and is going to make landfall at what looks like a, a, a Category 4 storm. The National Hurricane Center has warned that this is an extremely dangerous major hurricane. So has the president called you? No. Wait, the president hadn't called you? No. We called all these liberal mayors? Yeah, because that's how partisan is. He doesn't care if people live or die in Florida, if they're Republicans, apparently, right? Because he wants the governor DeSantis to look bad. This is how evil the Democrats have become. They literally will do anything they can to make Republicans look bad. They're hoping for death and destruction in Florida. And, and, if, and if they actually cared about people, they would call. Governor, how would you characterize your conversations with President Biden as Ian approaches? Uh, so I have not personally spoken with the president, but the FEMA has approved our pre-landfall request. Uh, we've had Gracia here uh, really from since the weekend. Uh, Gracia's been here. She's always around here. And so so we feel like we have a good relationship uh, with FEMA. Um, you know, I'm happy to, to, to brief the president if he's interested um, in hearing what we're doing in Florida. You know, my view on all this is like you, know, you got people's lives at stake. You got their property at stake. Uh, and we don't have time for pettiness. We got to work together to make sure we're doing the best job for them. So, so my, my, phone, my phone line is open and we're happy, but we, are, we do appreciate the quick approval of the pre-landfall declaration. I think the government, government by the way, uh, should be embarrassed. I'm talking about 
the White House. White House press secretary did not give any details about why the president has not called DeSantis and FEMA administrator dodged a question from a reporter about the matter during their press briefing, saying, quote, in the past, President Biden, excuse me, has made calls to governors in situations of natural disasters. He's called in Alabama. He called Hutchison in Arkansas or even the governor of Texas, the reporter said. Is there any, can you articulate, I guess, how those determinations are made and why, why it hasn't been made in this case to have the president call the governor? Question mark. Yeah, the president's very focused on making sure that the federal, fa- that the federal family has the right resources available to support this. That is why I contacted the governor right away, FEMA said in response. We have a team of my senior leadership that are embedded with the governor to make sure that we're supporting that. Our focus today is making sure that we have the right measures in place to support the life-saving activities that need to happen, she added. Any conversations afterwards will need to be, we need to see what the damages are. Obviously not answering the question. And I understand why. Why would you want to answer that question, right? You don't want to answer that question because you know how stupid it is. Finally, Biden came out after all of this crap and said, "Okay, I spoke with DeSantis. He had to have a press conference about the hurricane slamming into Florida. Right. It takes this dude 48 hours. Not no, really 72 hours to get his head out of his rear and admit that, Okay, I should probably call the governor of, of Florida only after he was publicly shamed. Yesterday, I spoke with Governor DeSantis for some time. My team has been in constant contact with him from the very beginning. And, uh, and the mayors of Tampa, St. Pete's, uh, and uh, Clearwater. And my message has been absolutely clear, is that, uh, that we are on alert and in action. We've approved every request Florida has made for temporary assistance, emergency assistance, long-term assistance that I've received. We discussed what we've done to prepare for the hurricane. That includes dispatching hundreds of FEMA personnel and activating thousands of National Guard members. I've also developed a search and rescue team and deployed them to multiple federal agencies, and they're already on the ground and ready to help as we speak. FEMA prepositioned millions of, literally millions of liters of water, millions of meals, and hundreds of generators. We have scheduled uh, uh, everything we can possibly do, we think, and so do the mayors and governor, that we have put up shelters, they're ready. We're not sure exactly where it's going to hit, but it's pretty, getting pretty clear exactly where it's going to hit. I made it clear to the governor and the mayors that the federal government is ready to help in every single way possible. Now, I want to repeat what I said yesterday to the people of Florida. The storm is incredibly dangerous, to state the obvious. It's life-threatening. You should obey all warnings and directions from emergency officials. Don't take anything for granted. Use their judgment, not yours. Evacuate when ordered. Be prepared. Storm warnings are real. The evacuation notices are real. The danger is real. And when the storm passes, the federal government can be there to help you recover. We'll be there to help you clean up and rebuild, to help you get Florida get moving again. And we'll be there at every step of the way. That's my absolute commitment to the people of the state of Florida. (laughs) 
And if you forgive me, I want to add one more warning. That's warning to the oil and gas industry executives. Do not. Let me repeat. Do not. Do not use this as an excuse to raise gasoline prices or gouge the American people. I love that, right? They clap more for that than anything else. Yes, I'm going to. I'm Joe Biden. I spoke with the governor. The federal government's here to help. We just 72 hours late talking to the governor. And you better not price gouge this. All right. You better. You better not do it. We're doing everything we can. We just don't like talking to Republicans. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of fredo and the coldness of michael to the og spy kid alexa penavega you had carlo gugino who's the coolest mom ever you had antonio who's handsome amazing charismatic and then carvin and juni i felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me to the legend behind la bamba lou diamond phillips when i walked in i didn't think i had a shot at richie because john stamos's picture was already up on the wall Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to more than a movie as part of the My Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You got to remember, by the way, that Democrats also have a motto, and that motto is never let a crisis go to waste, right? That's something that they pride themselves on. Well, we now know (laughs) uh, how ridiculous the left is, even when there's a hurricane and there are people that will die more than likely because of the storm. What is it they're really focused on during all this? Hey, you never, ever let a crisis like this go to waste. The president decided this is a good time to remind you, I wish I was joking, but I'm not, that this is a good time for you to hurry up and go get vaccinated. He wants you to understand that right now is the time to get vaccinated. It's important that you make that decision And that you do everything you can to rush out there, apparently, and get vaccinated because you are in the eye of the storm. And that's what you need to be worried about. Listen, this is not a joke. This is not Saturday Night Live. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or a natural disaster hits. Everything's more complicated for it, folks. So if you, if this hurricane, you know, it, it, you may not want to board up your house right away. What you might want to do is run down to Walgreens or CVS or wherever. Go to your doctor. You need to get vaccinated because that's the real thing here. I know you're, you're worried about your property. I know you're worried about your house. I know you're worried about all of these things. Don't be worried about that. Go get vaccinated because if you don't, things are way more complicated. These people don't give a crap about you. They don't care if you're in harm's way. Okay, they don't care about any of it. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the Investor's Guide in Gold and Silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free Investor's Guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 751-2218 or online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. Now, a Category 4, 4 hurricane direct hit on Florida, and they will use that to tell you, you better hurry up and go get that vaccine because if you don't, everything is more complicated. Everything. And nobody, by the way, the media is criticizing him for saying this. It's the most absurd prep I've ever heard for a hurricane. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. I mean, this is the same guy, by the way, (laughs) 
who is sitting there at this hunger, nutrition, and health White House conference today who said literally out loud, Jackie, where's Jackie? Just so you know, Jackie, who he's talking about, is dead. Representative Jackie died in a car accident in August. He's going through the list of the people there. He's thinking for all of this progress, right? And he's saying, you know, this person, this person, this person. And then he gets to Jackie, who died? He's like, is Jackie here? Where's Jackie? Oh, I guess Jackie's not here today. This is the president of the United States of America. And I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here to help make this. Where, Jackie, where's Jackie? Uh, Jackie's dead. She died in a car wreck, sir. You, you, you should remember that. Oh, yeah, Jackie's not here. Oh, yeah, I guess she's not going to be here today. Yeah, she can't be there because she's dead, Mr. President. And this comes just 12 hours after Jill Biden had to direct Joe Biden again away from the podium, telling him, caught on a hot mic, you got to go down this way. And then even after she says it, Biden was still confused, wandering around, not exactly knowing where to go. This is in like the last 20 hours, folks. Jackie, he's calling for dead people who he knows are dead. Jackie, you hear he's looking for a dead woman, an actual dead woman. I wonder how the White House is going to, you know, actually spend this one, right? Because it's got to be good. How are you going to spend this one? Right? I mean, really, how are you going to spend this one? I just want to know how you're going to pull this one off. Hey, the president was looking for a dead woman, calling for a dead woman to stand up at the White House at an event. Uh, She's been dead since August. Do you guys have any response to this? That would be a normal question for the media. Are they going to ask that? No, we're just going to keep asking where Jackie is because that's totally normal. I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker. He's slurring his words. You notice that, right? He's slurring them like he's drunk. He's not drunk. This is what happens when you're senile, and clearly there's something cognitively wrong with you. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here. I didn't think she was going to be here. No, Mr. President, she wasn't going to be there because she's dead. She died in August. And then you got Jill Biden. Hey, Joe, you can't find how to get off a stage at the White House in the Rose Garden. She's clapping. Jill Biden's clapping. You, you go down this way, you old man. Go down this way. He's still lost. He still doesn't know where to go. Right? Jill Biden still can't even figure out how to get her husband off the stage. You you go down this way. You walked up there three seconds earlier, Mr. President. How do you not know how to get off a stage in the Rose Garden? It's not like it's some maze or tough thing to get off a stage. It's two steps down. You got to go this way. That's what she said. You got to go this way. This is what the president of the United States of America has come to. But but, but But he can't call the Florida governor, right? I can call everybody else that's a liberal, can't call the Florida governor until he's shamed into calling him. And then he finally is shamed into calling him and says, "Okay, I'll call. I'm sure, by the way, it was his staff that did it right. Biden forgets Jackie that she died in in August. Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was going to be here. No, she's dead. 
And I'm not trying to be insensitive. I want you to think about how insensitive is this the president of the United States of America saying this. But don't forget, we got this man out there. We give him we give him something to read, and he'll remind you of the most vital and most important thing for you to do is get vaccinated ahead of a hurricane. Not actually to get water, not actually to have a generator, not actually to board things up, maybe just to evacuate. No, you better run down there and get your jab. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where a hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. This tells you how unserious this White House actually is. The governor is out there showing what real leadership looks like, Governor DeSantis, saying this is a powerful storm that should be treated like a tornado and to pay attention. And you've got a president who is out there today who is, who is forgetting that there's dead people. He's looking for dead people in the audience, can't find his way off the stage, and it took him days to call the governor because of politics. You got John Kerry, the climate czar, who's out there on TV and is talking about this, saying, well, this is what happens when you guys don't listen to me, right? You're going to get these big hurricanes. They're going to kill people. You guys need to listen to us. Right, you got Chris Coons on this pipeline blast, right? That's act uh, that is is likely an act by Russia where they blew up their own pipeline, the Nord Stream one and two pipelines in the Baltic Sea, so that they can screw Europe. And we warned you, by the way. Remember the guy by the name of Donald Trump said, uh, "Don't be dependent." He told he told Germany and Europe, "Don't be dependent on this on oil and gas from Russia, because one day this will happen." And sure enough, that's exactly what's happening. You think anybody's going to freak out over this? Nah. How much, how much of, a, of an impact is this going to have on the economy? You think John Kerry's going to talk about that? Hell no. Right? Our European friends have been more forward-leaning on labeling pipeline blasts uh, as something that's significant, he said today, on calling it sabotage. Why are they more leaning forward than you are? Because they don't want to actually talk about what's really happening. Please make sure you share a podcast with your family and friends. Please make sure they hear what's going on. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, You impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.